Chapter Twenty Two of the Untamed by Max Brand. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Woman's Way. It was a day later in the morning that a hand knocked at Kate's door, and she opened it to Jim Silent. He entered, brushing off the dust of a long journey. Good morning, Miss Cumberland. He extended a hand which she overlooked. You still busy hating me? I'm simply surprised that you have come in here to talk to me. You look as if you've seen something in my face, he said suspiciously. What is it, dirt? He brushed a hand across his forehead. Whatever it is, she answered, you can't rub it away. I'm thinking of giving you a leave of absence, if you'll promise to come back. Would you trust my honor? In a pinch like this, he said amiably, I would. But here's my business. Lee Haines is jailed in Elkhead. The man that put him behind the bars, and the only one that can take him out again, is Whistlin' Dan. And the one person who can make Dan set Lee loose is you. Savvy? Will you go and talk with Dan? This wolf of his would find him for you. She shook her head. Why not? cried Silent in a rising voice. The last time he saw me, she said, he had reason to think that I tried to betray him because of Lee Haines. If I went to him now to plead for Haines, he'd be sure that I was what he called me, Delilah. Is that final? Absolutely. Now, get me straight. There's a crowd of cowpunchers gathering in Elkhead, and today or tomorrow they'll be strong enough to take the law into their own hands and organize a little lynching bee, savvy? She shuddered. It ain't pleasant, is it? The picture of big, good-looking Lee dangling from the end of a rope with the crowd around taking pop shots at him. No, it ain't, and you're going to stop it. You're going to start from here in fifteen minutes with your hoss and this wolf, after giving me your promise to come back when you've seen Whistlin' Dan. You're going to make Dan go and set Lee loose. She smiled in derision. If Dan did that, he'd be outlawed. You won't stir? Not a step. Well, kid, for everything that happens to Lee, something worse will happen to someone in the next room. Maybe you'd like to see him. He opened the door, and she stepped into the entrance. Almost opposite her sat old Joe Cumberland, with his hands tied securely behind his back. At sight of her, he rose with a low cry. She turned on Big Silent and whipped the six-gun from his hip. He barely managed to grasp her wrist and swing the heavy revolver out of line with his body. You little fiend, he snarled. Drop the gun or I'll wring your neck. I don't fear you, she said, never wincing under the crushing grip on her wrist. You murderer. He said, calmly repossessing himself of his gun, Now take a long look at your father and repeat all the things you was just saying to me. She stared miserably at her father. When Silent caught Kate's hand, Cumberland had started forward, but Kilduff and Reinhardt held him. What is it, Kate? he cried. What does it mean? She explained it briefly. This is Jim Silent. He remained staring at her with open mouth, as if his brain refused to admit what his ear heard. There ain't no use asking questions how and why she's here, said Silent. This is the point. Lee Haines is behind the bars in Elkhead. Whistling Dan put him there, and maybe the girl can persuade Dan to bring him out again. If she don't, then everything that lynching gang does to Haines, we're going to do to you. 
Get down on your knees, Cumberland, and beg your daughter to save your hide. The head of Kate dropped down. Untie his hands, she said. I'll talk with Dan. I knew you'd see reason, grinned Silent. Just one minute, said Cumberland. Kate, is Lee Haynes one of Silent's gang? He is. And Dan put him behind bars? Yes. If Dan takes him out again, the boy will be outlawed, Kate. Cumberland broke in, killed off savagely. Here's your call to stop thinking about whistling Dan and begin figuring for yourself. Don't you see, said Kate, it's your death these cowards mean. Cumberland seemed to grow taller. He stood so stiffly erect, with his chin high like a soldier. You shan't make no single step to talk with Dan. Can't you understand that it's you they threaten? she cried. I understand it all, he said evenly. I'm too old to have a young man damned for my sake. Shut him up, ordered Silent, the old fool. The heavy hand of Terry Jordan clapped over Joe's mouth, effectually silenced him. He struggled vainly to speak again, and Kate turned to Silent to shut out the sight. Tell your man to let him go, she said. I will do what you wish. That's talking sense, said Silent. Come out with me, and I'll saddle your hoss. Call the wolf. He opened the door, and in response to her whistle, Black Bart trotted out and followed them out to the horse shed. There the outlaw quickly saddled Kate's pony. He said, Whistling Dan is sure heading back in this direction because he's got an idea I'm somewhere near. Bart will find him on the way. Silent was right. That morning Dan had started back towards Gus Morris's place, for he was sure that the outlaws were camped in that neighborhood. A little before noon he veered half a mile to the right towards a spring which welled out from the hillside. "'surrounded by a small grove of willows. "'Having found it, he drank and watered Satan, "'then took off the saddle to ease the stallion "'and lay down at a little distance for a ten-minute siesta, "'one of those half-wakeful sleeps "'the habit of which he had learned from his wolf. "'He was roused from the doze by a tremendous snorting and snarling "'and found Black Bart playing with Satan. "'It was their greeting after an absence.' and they dashed about among the willows like creatures possessed. Dan brought horse and dog to a motionless stand with a single whistle, and then ran out to the edge of the willows. Down the side of the hill rode Kate at a brisk gallop. In a moment she saw him and called his name with a welcoming wave of her arm. Now she was off her horse and running to him. He caught her hands and held her for an instant far from him, like one striving to draw out the note of happiness into a song. They could not speak. At last, I knew you'd find a way to come. They let me go, Dan. He frowned, and her eyes faltered from his. They sent me to ask you to free Lee Haynes. He dropped her hands, and she stood trying to find words to explain, and finding none. To free Haynes, he repeated heavily. It is Dad, she cried. They have captured him, and they are holding him. They keep him in exchange for Haynes. If I free Haynes, they'll outlaw me. You know that, Kate. She made a pace towards him, but he retreated. What can I do? She pleaded desperately. It is for my father. His face brightened as he caught at a new hope. Show me the way to Silence hiding place, and I'll free your father, and reach the end of this trail at the same time, Kate. 
She blanched pitifully. It was hopeless to explain. Dan, honey, I can't. She watched him miserably. I've given them my word to come back alone. His head bowed. Out of the willows came Satan and Black Bart and stood beside him, the stallion nosing his shoulder affectionately. Dan, dear, won't you speak to me? Won't you tell me that you try to understand? He said at last, Yes, I'll free Lee Haines. The fingers of his right hand trailed slowly across the head of Black Bart. His eyes raised and looked past her far across the running curves of the hills, far away to the misty horizon. Kate? Dan, do you understand? I didn't know a woman could love a man the way you do Lee Haines. When I send him back to you, tell him to watch himself. I'm playing your game now, but if I meet him afterwards, I'll play my own. All she could say was, Will you listen to me no more, Dan? Here's where we say goodbye. He took her hand, and his eyes were as unfathomable as a midnight sky. She turned to her horse, and he helped her to the saddle with a steady hand. That was all. He went back to the willows, his right arm resting on the withers of black Satan, as if upon the shoulder of a friend. As she reached the top of the hill, she heard a whistling from the willows, a haunting complaint which brought the tears to her eyes. She spurred her tired horse to escape the sound. End of chapter 22